Welcome everyone. Good morning. You're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. This is Radio Sangam 107.9 FM in Huddersfield and all the surrounding areas in West Yorkshire. We are on DAB, Manchester, Birmingham, Glasgow and Cambridge. There's a Radio Sangam phone app, so some of you may be listening to me on there. Hello, if you're listening on the phone app, you might notice actually on the phone app that there are some shows from before. If you've missed something interesting and you want to listen back to it, they're all available on there. And there, the shows are also available online, www.radiosangam.co.uk, where you can listen live or listen later. You can also listen to some of the shows later on Spotify and iTunes. So I'm Dr. Henna. I'm here with you every Sunday morning. I start my shows at 10. I'm here with you through until 12 o'clock and I bring you different things every single week. So usually we talk about health shows. Sometimes I have different exciting people with me. Um, unfortunately, still not able to bring people into the studio, but hopefully soon we can start getting guests back into the studio. But I do have a, a lovely guest for you this morning who's going to join me on the phone instead of in the studio. I thought it'd be nice on this day um, and a big hello to people that are celebrating Easter today. I hope you're having a really lovely day. Um, but I thought it'd be nice to do a feel-good show. Um, lockdown restrictions are starting to ease. COVID cases are coming down. Um, the number of hospital admissions through COVID-19 are coming down as well. So what better time um, than to do like a feel-good show? We've got um, the month of Ramadan coming up. So shortly over the phone, I'm going to be joined by a comedian. Her name is Nabs Pat. She is a British, UK, South Asian Muslim um, like me. Um, I thought it'd be really interesting to have a chat with her about her experiences uh, in the UK as a British Asian and who better to have on this kind of trying to do like a feel-good show this morning than a comedian. <laughs> So she will be joining me shortly on the phone. Uh, if you want to message me this morning, let me know how you are. Let me know how you're doing. If you want to message me, send me a message. 0744 Let's um, play a song to get us started this morning. This is Punjabi Hit Squad and this is called Terapiar. I'll be back with you after this, hopefully joined by my guest. Punjabi Hit Squad, Punjabi Hit Squad. Terapiar sonia ve, asi dil tere to mangna, ae tan man mera ve, ishke de rang vich rangna, mera dil tera ve.
You're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. I'm here with you every Sunday morning, starting my shows at 10. We finish at 12. And this morning, I thought we'd do a feel-good show. We're coming out of lockdown restrictions slowly, slowly. COVID cases are coming down. Who better to have on a feel-good show than an actual comedian? And I'm hoping that she's joined on the other side of the phone. Good morning. Asalaamu Alaikum. Are you there with me, Nabs, this morning? Morning, Waalaikumsalam. I am Hina. How Brilliant. are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Um, what? How are you feeling? What's going on with you this morning? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Not long to go. I'm feeling hopeful yeah. that restrictions are, fingers crossed, going to be lifted as and when they are planned. And it's all going to be looking good. I think this time round with the vaccine rollout yes. and just a general air of optimism that's going around. I'm, I'm feeling cautiously but hopeful. Yeah, I think I feel the same. I think light is definitely getting that little bit brighter at the end of the tunnel. Um, for those people that don't know who you are, um, Nabs, I've been following you for a little while on social media, so a little bit of a fan. <laughs> so Nabs is a stand-up comedian and I guess I would say content creator, also a comedy writer. And um, I, I, I think I would describe you as kind of taking a bit of a satirical look on the the Muslim sort of Western experience um, as being a British Asian Muslim um you you've been doing really well um i've seen somewhere uh, at some point you you've you you've been talked very highly of your youtube creations um you are hilarious uh you've got some alter you've got some alter egos as well we'll talk about shortly what is there anything that you'd like to add to my little intro about you there no you've done such a sterling job i mean i'm terrible at selling myself but yeah you've hit all the bullet points if you um, need to, yeah I, maybe I, I should, should have written get, them down yeah you should have <laughs> maybe i should uh maybe i should get a jo- get a side job as an agent or something of yours um oh definitely i should <laughs> i should uh take you around with me you could do my pr for yeah. me who needs to be a doctor anyway these days covid and everything exactly exactly yeah. so overrated so, no but i i respect you guys a lot Thank you so much. Um, so the reason that I wanted to have you on this morning is because um, I'm always talking about really serious things on here, but once in a while, I like to make things just a little bit brighter. And uh, I guess having a comedian on the show, it can't really get kind of brighter than that, I think. Um, so I just want to ask you some questions. And then in between... Sure. In between, I'm gonna we're gonna try and answer the question: Is laughter the best medicine? So I'm gonna ask you some questions about that in between the talk. So what a great question! Yeah. So be, so before that, um, just a little bit about mm-hmm. what what made you interested in a career in comedy in the first place? Can you answer that question? Yeah. I mean, you know, it was such an overnight decision for me. Um, this was about a couple of years ago when. I think I just woke up uh, and thought, that's it, I'm doing this. Um, but of course, the groundwork wasn't overnight. I, I, I think once I finally got going with this, I realized this is something I was building towards for such a long time. Um, I loved watching sitcoms. I loved watching funny content creators online. I marveled at their minds. Um, I just thought, this is such an amazing craft and not only did I just look at it thinking okay this is a great thing that people are producing but 
I loved being able to dabble in it myself. So I guess my nearest and dearest, my closest circle of friends would always see the inner clown come out. Um, uh, but, you know, of, of course, like, if you can make your friends laugh, it doesn't necessarily mean that's it. You can be a comedian. And I soon realized that when I put myself forward that this this entails hard work. So, um, yeah, it's been... It's been a fun journey ever since I made the decision that this is what I want to do. But I realized, like, you know, I'm uh, this is a trial and error process. I'm going to make mistakes as I go along. Uh, but the harshest critic that I'm going to probably come across is myself. Uh, so that's really the only person who like, I have to convince that I can do this. And, um, yeah, slowly but surely, the inner critic has had to kind of take a step back and just enjoy the ride. And you know, you said that you talked a little bit to your friends, etc. What what was mm-hmm. the reaction? What was the reaction from friends, family, when you said, actually, I'm quite serious about this career in comedy? You know, I, I don't think I ever spoke to them. Like, what they saw was just my output. And I was, I, I'd, I'd go home to my parents and be like, oh, look, look what I put together. And, you know, they'd, I'd, I'd get them with a box of uh, popcorn uh, sitting in the living room watching like videos of Auntie Shugufta or my other characters yeah. and and you know they just have a smile on their face um, I guess I never like really spoke to anyone about it but there was no surprise um, I guess uh, I think people realised that this was like my natural inclination more than I probably did I think I've come to this at a later stage uh, I think people realised that this was my natural calling more so than I did and I think if, if I did speak to them, they would have said, well, why didn't you just come to us? We would have told you this. <laughs> this was your pathway. Mm. Um, so uh, with my parents and my family, uh, look, I'm the, I'm the youngest in my household. Uh, so it, it just comes with a job description. If you are the baby, then, uh, you know, you want to be center stage and you want to, uh, you know, just have the limelight on you. So I think they were like, okay, well, that's obvious. And with my friends, um, again, my nearest and dearest friends, uh, because I am an introvert, so not everyone gets to see uh, this clown side of me come out too often. Um, So, you know, they would often see me go into my kind of slapstick comedic mode uh, when I was very comfortable with them. And, you know, they'd see me riffing on them. So it was almost like a surprise that I hadn't gone into the line of entertainment as and when I entered the world of work uh, so yeah they were like okay finally you're doing something you enjoy it and it, it's in your genetic makeup that's really nice because I think that's all you need to hear from people when uh, yeah, you're talking absolutely. to them about future plans and things okay first the first uh, true or false question about if if laughter is the best medicine Ooh, I'm think- excited I hope I get these is there a right and wrong answer first tell me that yeah there is there is oh my goodness it's not hard they're not hard um, nubs to be honest to be fair um do you think it's true or false that laughter relaxes the whole body true yeah it's true so a good hearty laugh relieves physical tension or is believed to relieve physical tension and stress and can actually leave your muscles relaxed for up to 45 minutes after I'm relieved. Yeah, I'm in this job for the right reasons. Yeah, <laughs> I'll ask you. I'll ask you one more, then we'll go on to ask you some more questions. So, do you think it's true sure. or false that laughter boosts the immune system? Uh, 
Oh, it's absolutely true. Who needs vitamin C? Yeah, well, actually, it is true. Um, so it is thought that laughter can decrease stress hormones and increase immune cells and infection-fighting antibodies and can actually, or has been shown, possibly can improve your resistance to disease. So there you go. So it is uh, yeah. really beneficial to be in sort of those sort of roles where we can make people feel good and make people laugh. Um, I I love your Auntie Shagufta character. I think she's absolutely hilarious. Um, I mean, I guess I know what your thoughts were behind Auntie Shagufta. Do you want to just tell our listeners a little <laughs> bit about her and what, what your thoughts were behind that character? Oh, I'm intrigued about what your thoughts were, um, but I'll, I'll ask mm. you after mine. Um, so I guess, I, 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 look, I'm, I'm British Indian. I'm exposed to aunties on a daily basis, a little less so in the pandemic. Um, I'm not sure if that's a relief or if I'm missing them, but then I do have my go-to auntie, uh, Auntie Shugufta, to keep me company every now and then in this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, look, she's, she's the epitome of the problematic uh, matriarchal style uh, figures who, um, you know, have an opinion about everything, uh, you know, who wear their heart on their sleeves, which is an endearing quality yet at the same time can be very judgmental and, um, you know, it creates intergenerational conflicts. Um, there's always tension between my generation and theirs. And, um, you know, often we are, we are often trying to please them and, and make them at ease with the changes that we're um, going about in our lives and it can create tensions and for me that tension can be comical uh, so that's what the auntie figure is there for in my life um, you know she's uh, she's not based on my mum my mum is quite the opposite to auntie Shubhuta. Yeah. so there's quite a few on our road uh, whom my mum is scared of <laughs> and I just I kind of amalgamated them all in one, and decided to create this character. She's, I guess, she she could be likened to like the monster-in-law, the the typical mother-in-law figure who, uh, you know, like has expectations uh, on uh, the daughter-in-laws, the son-in-laws, more so on the daughter-in-laws uh, who comes into the family, and uh, you know the the gender expectations she has. The, the the cultural expectations she has. So that's that's really where I'm coming from yeah. with Ayn But I also, I actually have a lot of sympathy towards her as well. Uh, and I sometimes do deploy her when, you know, there's some big issues out there that need tackling uh, in British politics. So, you know, if like something's happening like the letterbox scandal or something else, then, you know, like Trump. When Trump always made noise auntie shagofta was all often reacting to it and you know you'd often find some common sense through the humor yeah guys if you don't follow her on social media then please do um it's nabs pats she's on instagram twitter youtube um going on from that with this with the whole concept of the gender stereotypes in the south asian community i just want to tell you something a bit interesting so i've talked Mm -hmm. about that a couple of times on the radio because i 
um, one of the basis of my show is, I guess, to talk about things that maybe other people are a little bit scared to talk about because I can also talk very much about health inequalities and, you know, differences between not only men and women, but within the South Asian community. And when I've talked about women and the concept of women, what women should be like in our community, I always get messages from men saying it's not like that, but not from women. So I'm very much like, well, what do you know what it's like to be a woman in this community? So that's just really interesting. So that's part of the thing that I think um, I really warm to that character because you've you've made, I think, quite serious issues like comedic. And I think if people can watch it and just laugh along to it, but then sit back and think, actually, where is this coming from? It's a very clever way of dealing with serious issues um, within the community. Now, obviously, both of us are not saying that everybody is like this, but there are some issues. And I think it is important for people like of the younger, I'm still classing myself as young, the younger generation to mention these things because we we want things to change and unless we talk about it and address it and bring it up and post about it and mention it on the radio and post about it on YouTube, whatever, then people are not talking about these issues and I think it is really important for our young girls to say, hang on a minute, actually it's not okay for people to assume mm-hmm. because I'm a woman that I'm going to stay at home um, and not yeah. get a job or when I get married my aspirations are to do this which is fine if that's what people want to do but it shouldn't be an expectation so I just find it really interesting that whenever I talk about mm-hmm. it I usually get a message to the studio from men saying oh I don't think it's like that within this community anymore and I'm like well hang on a minute what do you you know how can you kind of say that because you know there is there are still you know huge gender stereotypes I think without even realizing without even realizing it and and I'm very kind of um, open in and jokey in admitting that I think when men do certain things we they get very celebrated for it like for example just doing a bit of housework it's like oh he's really good because he's done that and I'm like well we don't get celebrated for doing kind of those same things no they just they deserve they deserve an award for clearing up and and they do like to scream and shout about it like you know they lean in they 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 do the typical thing that women are supposed to do which is lean in and shout to the world that they just did something (laughs) going on from that do you think that there's a pressure there's a pressure on South Asian women to be to be a certain way or behave behave in a certain way. There absolutely is, and I feel it. Um, and I'm not surprised hearing about the the men that come onto your show and are happy to mansplain that this isn't the case. I mean, not defensive much, are they? <laughs> um, for me, I I think I've internalized uh, the the kind of unspoken expectations. I think we all absorb the the gender differences that are out there. And I think when we're going out into the world of work and doing our thing, that's when it starts to play out because we'll hear that um, that voice in our heads that's saying, is this acceptable? Like, what will people think? Now, where does that come from? Like, we've clearly absorbed uh, layers of that uh, at a subconscious level. Uh, so I've, I've got it. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm mean to it. I've definitely been operating with some level of resistance that, that's been produced by these 
you know, these murmurings, these stereotypes that exist. Um, but I'm a lot better than what I was before. And it's, it's unusual because, as I said, my family were always very supportive. So clearly we absorb things from a more broader societal thing. Um, I, I often hear it on a more kind of personal uh, attacking mode when I check the comment section or I check, uh, you know, anything I put out sometimes, there's trolling. And often the trolls are majority men. Yeah. There are some women. There are some women. And you often hear the women who do this replicating what the men are saying, which is, oh, this is so cringe. You think you're funny? It's like you, you wouldn't often get that kind of line of attack on male comics. But you get it on female comics. Now, hey, listen, I'm very open and uh, accepting of the fact that not everybody would enjoy my comedy. You know, comedy is a subjective thing. So you are more than welcome to jog on. Like, if you don't like my output, feel free to just move on, right? If you feel the need to write a comment which says, hey, this is not funny, then uh, you you kind of wasted your time because you're scrolling. Like I actually try and limit my scroll time because I just think that's a huge problem out there. We don't need to be absorbing everything. And certainly, like if I don't like something, I don't feel the need to comment. But some people do. Now, I, that doesn't mean that I don't take criticism. It's just that, you know, I take constructive criticism. Uh, and also, like, first and foremost, why am I doing comedy? I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. So, as I say, I'm my own harshest critic. Uh, often, like, I'm being critical of myself, but I have to overcome that because how am I actually going to actually commit to doing the work if I listen to these silencing voices that are, like, trying to stop me? Okay, so um, this is my... I have to produce. Yeah, so this is my thought on it. So, I think that there is a huge... Uh, problem where people think that they automatically just have a right to be able to say something to you and I don't understand why people think it's okay to say something negative. Now this is just magnified online I think because people think that they could just come from and very much hide behind a screen and say something yeah. that they probably wouldn't say to somebody's face. Now to me if if somebody doesn't like content or something that you're putting out there then you don't have to be there just move on you don't have to you don't have to leave a negative comment you don't have to say something bad you don't have to get into this kind of bullying sort of behavior now we're we're brought up um to be polite to people and to be nice to people and you know everywhere it says just be nice just be nice so why does that all of a sudden change when you're putting mm -hmm. any sort of products out it doesn't matter what it is if you're a professional or you're um not a professional person like on social media or anywhere if you don't like what somebody's doing then you don't have to be there you wouldn't go to somebody's house and say i don't like your furniture well maybe some people would mm -hmm. but so why is it okay to do this kind of? And I think it, I think it is a problem that may get worse um, as as our all of our youngsters are on social media as well. So it is something that we need to be a bit mindful of. So personally, I think you're doing a fantastic job. Um, I'm really I'm like I, it's it's really sad. It's really sad that people feel that it's okay to just put other people down. And actually, I'm going to agree with you and say. I, um, I I do think that it's a little bit worse for women and I think that people just 
I don't know. I don't know if there's any evidence behind it, but I think for Asian women, there's always this Loki um, like what what will people say? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and then these things just kind of like magnify and reflect that and then make us feel a, a little bit more. I mean, I even had that starting this radio show. Um, I had people messaging me saying, you're a doctor, what are you doing on the radio? <laughs> like, what's it got to do with you? Like, you know, do you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter what you do. People always mm-hmm. have something to say. And I think we just need to, oh, why can't we just be nicer yeah. to people? I just, it's it's such yeah. a simple concept, isn't it? Just to be nice to people. But um, it just doesn't work like that. If you're just tuning in now, I'm Dr. Henna. This is Radio Sanger 107.9 FM. I'm talking to a comedian. Nabs Pat, um, who's awesome, and we're just having a little chat about her, about being South Asian in the UK, um, a little bit about if laughter is the best medicine. So the next question, um, Nabs, is: Do you think true or false laughter protects the heart? What do you think? Oh, yes, most definitely. Does. Not very. I'm not a very good quiz master, am I? Tried to make it easy for him. Okay, so there's some evidence that shows that laughter can improve the function of blood vessels and possibly increase blood flow, which maybe can protect you against heart problems and other cardiovascular problems. So that's really I good. I highly to- recommend. Yeah. I highly recommend the women out there, uh, if they've got a rubbish husband or boyfriend, uh, become a comedian. That's it. <laughs> And of course, leave the partner if you must. <laughs> yeah, but um, there is there is some new concept of laughter therapy. I don't know if you've heard of that. I mean, it's not something that I I know very much about, but I have read a little bit about it. Where basically it's just therapy where people just sit around in a group and like laugh, and apparently it's meant to be watched, like, very good for them. I've watched those travel documentaries where the the presenter takes you on this trip to this kind of retreat and there's a whole group of people just laughing out loud. Um, there's no there's no punchline, there's no joke. They're just laughing, which, you know, to me sounds ludicrous, but I would love those people to sit in my audience when I do stand up because I'm like, they are ready to laugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that's what you apparently, need. That's what I need. Like, if my jokes don't land, it's fine. These lot will just laugh. Um, but apparently what that does uh, the the laughter, the non-stop laughing, uh, release, uh, relaxes the facial muscles, mm. then sends signals and neurotransmitters, which then release those happy hormones like um, endorphins. Yep. And, I don't know. You're the doctor. Yeah, you so know it all. I don't need everything. to step I know in it. I know it. I mean, like, you know what? I uh, My profession is good for everybody's health. So I'm, yeah, I'm you're doing the I same can. job as You're doing the same job as me. Because I'm, my... I'm front line. No. <laughs> um, the oh, last, no. last one. Um, um, do you think laughter can lighten your anger? Oh yeah, because I, for one, uh, create jokes because I'm generally angry, and that's how I process it. So yeah, Brilliant. I know from personal experience that it can lighten the anger. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's evidence behind this, but I I do think that if you can find if you if you are in an argument or in an angry mode, and either you can watch something or do something that makes you laugh or or feel good, then that some of that anger can be diffused. Um, and I think a shared a shared laughter 
and looking at the funny side of things can actually help enable you to kind of move on from that so i think there is there is a bit of um there is a bit of truth in that uh, what's it been like over over the past year for you because i mean life must have been completely mm. different not being able to go and do the things that you normally do as a not just as a person but as a comedian as well um how has it been for you in that last year of course um i was producing online content from my bedroom for a good few years just before the pandemic struck but just before the pandemic struck i'd hit the london comedy circuit just a few months beforehand because i was like that's it i'm going to cut my teeth on stand up comedy i'm super charged and excited to do so and then 2 3 months in and suddenly uh, the world was a very different place and i had to come back indoors Uh, so for a lot of comics out there who were just doing stand-up comedy, it hit them really hard when you know they had to open up their laptop, sit on their beds. You know, the bed, the bed became their stage, and the stage became their bed. No longer were people like sleepwalking; they were sleepworking. So it was a very difficult transition to make for me because I was making online videos anyway. I kind of took to Zoom comedy open mics. like doctor water um so i was like i was very happy if i said a joke and no one laughed because that's what i was used to when i was filming my own comedy oh, videos yeah. but for other comics that was a very crippling experience and i was like i've heard quite a few comics have had to have like therapy sessions just to kind of overcome mm-hmm. that distress because it can be really like especially if you've been on the circuit for like a good 7 to 10 years which a lot of comics have been um and their season pros then it's really damaging to their their comedic psyche to to not hear laughter and uh, zoom audiences after like you know a, a day of back to back zoom meetings and then they tune in for yet another zoom uh event and it happens to be comedy then you know people have switched their mics off people have switched their cameras off you're not getting much reception it's not that your comedy is not finding it because this this kind of new as uh, uh, this new world that we we're having to transition to is just so different so it's different it's difficult for the comics to get used to and it's difficult for the audience members to get used to so it's been a challenge but i've been kind of comfortable with it i'm like i'm very comfortable when people don't laugh and then i do have to second guess myself like afterwards like did they not laugh because it was not funny because actually like you know when you do the circuit and this is what i was learning when i started um doing open mics just before the pandemic and that was that you often hone in on your comedic material by hearing people's laughter like it's workshopping your material which is something very unique to stand up comedy and not to comedy online so this has been interesting so i feel like i really lost out on the experience of what live comedy entails and i'm really itching to get back onto the scene when it opens up so i feel like i've lost something in the past year but also i've also made gains um in the fact that you know i was comfortable doing this already so it's really no different so i'm kind of grateful for that what are your plans now going ahead with the uh, with lockdown easing and restrictions and quote trying to get back life back to normal do you have anything that you're really excited about or things that you're looking forward to 
I think there's this cautious optimism. Um, it's interesting because I think things were being lifted uh, about three, four months after the first wave last year. Yeah. So people were, I know that comedy promoters and uh, comedy nights were starting to organize and arrange nights very quickly. Uh, but things just changed again very quickly as well. Like, you know, there was like this burst of activity. And I think this time round, there is this, uh, there's like, a, I can see like people aren't pushing forward with things straight away. So I, I'm just, I'm observing the scene at the moment. Um, and really there hasn't been too much activity of people planning dates for nights or anything. I think people are still just cautiously watching, which is a very sad, uh, sad in my eyes. Like, you know, this, I, I feel sad for the, for the industry, like, you know, but I think once things open up, I think there's no going back now. I think the, the vaccine program is our ticket out of this, but we're just being cautious. So I, I, I've, I've got a few things booked in the diary, but I'm very conscious that, you know, they might also just disappear. Let's, well, so I'm just, we'll see. I, yeah, I, I, I'm it's hard, isn't it? Um, because I mean, I'm seeing it from from a completely different perspective. So I'm just hoping that things, as they start to open up, because this last year has been extremely difficult for us. Um, let's just hope. But I'm I'm the same. I'm kind of waiting with bated breath and kind of just seeing like where where we're we gonna go from here now. Um, so yeah, it is. It yeah. is. It's it like been operating difficult. with a broken heart. It's like you know, you you get kind of. A, heartbroken once then twice and then you know in the middle of it you you christmas is cancelled and that's like you know just icing on the cake and then it's like third time around you know you're you're a little bit more like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take things slow now (laughs) i'm not gonna rush into things because i can't do this third time shy just can't do this again Nabs, um, true or false, do you think laughter can even help you to live longer? That's why I'm in this game. Like, <laughs> can I please have 10 more years added to my life, please? Because modern living is not healthy. Okay, so, I mean, there's only one study, because I was looking at this while I was um, prepping for this show. <laughs> one study in Norway has found that people with a strong sense of humour, and I don't know how they measured this, outlived those who don't laugh as much so there you go norway said it <laughs> so it must be true it's always it's always the nordic countries that are doing these kind of studies aren't it isn't denmark like one of they the probably need to because they're basked, they're usually basked in darkness so they probably have to try yeah, and kind of yeah. find out about these sort of things um what yeah, do you they're probably <laughs> the rest of the world has vitamin d so like you know we have to make up for it let's do these scientific studies <laughs> What do you do when you're feeling a little bit sad, a little bit low yourself? Because in between 11 and 12, I'm going to talk um, to our listeners about just a few tips on improving their mental health and well-being. So I thought I'd ask you um, as kind of last question on here, what sort of things do you do when you're feeling a little bit like that yourself? Um, I know that the comedy, you say the comedy, but is there anything else that you do? Or any mm-hmm. any anything that makes you feel good if you're having a particularly... A day that you're feeling a little bit kind of deflated. Um, how do you? What do you do? What's your self care? I've had a few too many of those types of days. 
Um, so I would say having a routine, a very basic routine of structuring your day helps and having that routine repeated. So you have something to go to um, in like, you know, automatically. It's like a reflex. It's like, okay, I'm going to wake up first thing I'm going to do is brush my teeth. Like I hope everyone brushes their teeth first thing in the morning. But you'll be surprised how like when you're feeling low, you're, you, you drag your feet to even do that. So I think like, you know, just having a simple routine that you just say out loud, like, okay, now I've brushed my teeth. Now I've like washed my face. Now I'm going to go and sit and have a cup of tea. And then um, if, if, you're, if you're not feeling up to it, you know, generally like having a little quick brisk walk helps. And if you feel like your, your mind, body and soul is saying, no, I'm not in the mood, I can't do this, I'm feeling low, I'm feeling dark. Do you know what I say? I say, just put your coat on top of your pajamas and just go. Like, why, why get ready uh, and add an extra layer of things to do? Uh, and then uh, when you're thinking about the thing to do, which is like, oh, what shall I wear? Then you've already convinced yourself out of the thing that's going to help you hopefully get out of that low. So I, I, you would often, like, if, if we met in person, I, uh, you might catch me in my pyjamas, and now you know why. Good for you. <laughs> I love that. Um, thank you. Nabs, thank you so much for joining me uh, this morning. I know Easter Day probably had a, a, a day planned of sitting eating chocolate eggs. I hope that you'll still do that this morning. Oh, yeah. Yes. I started um, <laughs> this morning with an Easter egg. I hope to finish the day with another Fabulous. Easter egg. So, yeah. So Thank guys, um, this was Nabs Pats and you're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. Follow Nabs Pat on it's N-A-B-Z Pat on social media. She's awesome. Thank you for joining me this morning. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Um, I hope that you have a lovely day and I will continue to follow your journey and hopefully when things start to open up it'll be lovely to come and see you perform one day as well. Good, I look forward to it and remember to laugh. I will always because <laughs> it's good for your health. Good it is health. good for your health. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks. Bye bye. Bye Thank now. You. Bye. Bye. So guys, that was Nav's part. I'm gonna just play you a song. This is Bari by Bilal Said, and I will be back with you after this.
उड़ना चाहे पर मैं डर नहीं आ मैं उड़ाते मैं हवा नाल लड़नी आ मेरा भी दिल उड़ना चाहे पर मैं डर नहीं आ मैं उड़ाते मैं हवा नाल लड़नी आ ख्वाब अपने ही अपनी अखिया बिच संभाले लहते ही दिलते अपने लाल ताले मैं उचिया उचिया दीवारा रखिया इस दिल के चार चफेरे लाले सांब के This is Dr. Henna. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. I have just been talking to comedian Nabs Pat about her life as a comedian and a little bit about what it's like being South Asian. I thought it was nice to have a sort of feel good show this morning. So, what I'm going to do between 11 and 12 is just talk to you a little bit about what sort of things we can do to just help lift our mood a little bit so kind of tips for your mental health and well-being but just now i've been talking to nabs thank you so much for joining me nabs this morning um i always think it's interesting and good to break up my shows a little bit instead of talking about heavy health subjects every week um it's nice to get people on interesting people well people that i find interesting anyway and i think that nabs is brilliant she's funny she's relatable she is current as well i think and not afraid to kind of just mention things that she thinks uh, has she has experienced in her life as well and i think that's why i could relate with her as well so i hope that you found it interesting if you joined a little bit late and you missed it and you'd like to listen to that interview then you can listen back on the Radio Sangam website um, it will go up on there 
on iTunes, on Spotify. And if you don't have the Radio Sangam app, then download it because you can listen to you can listen live on there. You can listen to old shows on there. They get edited and turned into podcasts. So if you miss any of my shows and you find them interesting or you're interested in some of the health topics that I talk about as well, they're all on there as well. So that is a way that you can listen back to my shows. Once again, Nabs, thank you so much for joining me this morning on this um, quite bright, actually, Easter day. Um, I am now going to go to ads and news and uh, I will be back with you between 11 and 12. We're going to talk a little bit about improving your mental health and well-being. So, guys, join me between 11 and 12 and I'll be with you until then. You're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Hana here with you on Sunday mornings from 10 till 12. Radio Sangam is on 107.9 FM in Huddersfield and the surrounding regions of West Yorkshire. We are on DAB, Manchester, Birmingham, Glasgow, and Cambridge. Online www.radiosangam.co.uk and also the Radio Sangam phone app. Hope you're all feeling good this weekend, this bank holiday weekend. I'm sure lots of you are sat having Easter eggs. Also, Ramadan's coming up as well, so lots of people preparing, getting ready for the month of Ramadan. Inshallah, whatever plans, preps are going on right now for Ramadan, um, I hope that it's good. I know things are still really, really different at the moment with plans that we're making. Normally, we would be planning to meet up with family lots of different things i mean last Ramadan was different as well so i thought this week it would be nice to just talk about some things uplifting things and maybe just give you some some ways or just things that i do to try and lift my mood as well and hopefully that might help some of you guys that are listening and i'll and i'll play some songs obviously but in the first hour between 10 and 11, I was joined by comedian Nabs Pat. And um, the reason that I had her on, I just thought it would be nice to have to break away a little bit from the heavy medical topics that I sometimes bring to you guys and just chat about something a bit different. So we talked about her career in comedy because I thought I think she's interesting and I thought hopefully that you guys would have enjoyed that as well once again thank you nabs for joining me this morning um interrupting your easter egg eating there so what i'm going to try and do in this hour is just give a few let's say tips to try and help improve your mental health and well-being I talk about mental health quite a lot on my shows because I think it's really important and I think that we don't talk about it enough within the South Asian community. Um, it 
obviously there are some people where just making small changes won't make too much of a difference because it may be that you're struggling really struggling with your mental health if that's the case then please 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 don't just sit on that please seek help if you are really suffering and really struggling with your mood then you know small changes um might not be enough it might be that you need to speak to somebody so i definitely encourage you please speak to your friends speak to your family if you need to then speak to your doctor we are here for you i just wanted to mention that before we start any of that let's play something um I'm going to play you Rahat Fatih Khan, Mere Reshke Kumar. I will be back with you guys after this. Stay tuned.
Check brought to you by Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. 11.20 on the 4th of April 2021 is Easter Day today. Good morning. You are listening to Radio Sangha 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Hene. If you're just tuning in, we're just talking about feel-good things this morning because I thought it was about time to start talking about some positive things as well. If you'd like to message into the studio any questions, any comments, it's 07444202155. You can WhatsApp or text. So what sort of things can we do to help just increase our mood a little bit? Now, I'm not talking about people that have got proper clinical depression because, I mean, that's a whole different ball game, a different story. And if you are suffering like that, then please don't just suffer in silence. Talk to somebody. But if you're just having one of those days where you just feel a bit, oh, you know, I'm not feeling so great today, what sort of things can we do to try and improve that? So I thought I would just tell you um, from a from a research medical point of view and also some of the things that I do as well. So the first one is really, really simple. So the first one um, says that connecting with other people so evidence suggests that there are some steps that you can take to improve your mental health and well-being and trying some of these can help you feel a little bit more positive and able to get the most out of life and the first one is really straightforward really simple connecting with other people now i know that's been really really difficult over the pandemic but things are starting to get a little bit better now so you can now see six people um outdoors or meet up with one other household good relationships are important for your mental well-being they can help you build a sense of belonging and self-worth they can give you opportunities to share your experiences with other people and also really important just providing emotional support and allowing you to support other people so if you can't meet up with somebody instead of sending that text message today why not pick up the phone pick up the phone ring somebody that you haven't spoken to for a little bit of time it might make all the difference in that day if you haven't spoken to a friend or a family member you're missing them you know just pick up the phone and ring them switch off the tv um if you live with other people and when we say connect with other people maybe maybe instead of watching tv together sit and play a game with your children today or sit and have a chat with your partner or your kids or you know someone else in the house that you live with if you live alone ring someone if you if you've got the ability to make do that video call instead so these are all different ways that we can connect with other people if possible try and take some time out every week to try and do this with your closest and dearest people because when we make an effort to just connect with those people it can really really help lift your mood and sometimes actually it can even give you something to look forward to so if you haven't spoken to somebody for a while and you're missing them why not try to give them a call this afternoon now we can start to arrange plans and days out with family so maybe you can have a check the weather and arrange a barbecue in somebody's garden 
a day out go and sit and go and sit with somebody have a cup of coffee with someone if you haven't seen them for a little while things are starting to open up now a little bit so I think it is time for us to start trying to think a little bit more positively now I know it's been a really difficult time and I have talked about it on my shows quite often about how tough things have been but I haven't spent that much time just celebrating the fact that we have got through this really difficult year and now we can start to make some plans so I also think it's important that we should talk about these sort of things as well and maybe that will help to start lifting our moods what other things can we do so one the first thing that I said was connecting with other people the second thing is something that some people find really easy and some people don't find easy at all and that is to be physically active so when we are active it is not only great for your physical health and well-being but it's also it can improve your mental health as well when I say to be physically active so all of a sudden you don't need to start going out for a big run if you haven't ever been for a run before or things like that it could be something really straightforward and really simple like just going outside for a five-minute walk feeling that fresh air looking at the blue sky just getting stepping out of the house getting a little bit of air caught now when you are physically active this can actually cause chemical changes in the brain which can help to positively change your mood so for those of you that do go out and exercise you do feel like you feel better for having done that so if you've done an exercise class or if you've been out for a walk or a jog or a run you do feel better and there is some evidence behind that it can also raise your self-esteem when you when you're reaching goals like fitness goals it can improve your overall health as well if you are really struggling with that it can start off with something really simple and really straightforward like just going out into the garden and walking around the garden just stepping out of the house for people that have been shielding that haven't been out of the house you don't have to start going to places you know even when things start opening up if you are feeling a little bit worried a little bit apprehensive go for a walk around the garden speak to some other people maybe some of your friends that are doing things ask them what they what they get up to as well and um, one thing that i would recommend if you've never done exercise and you'd like to on the nhs website if you google couch to 5k c-o-u-c-h couch so couch to 5k that sets a program for you where you literally can starting from your couch it gives you a plan from um, the couch to then running 5k it does take a little bit of time but it is like a set out program and actually I'm thinking about doing that myself because even me I haven't been as active as I was before the pandemic I used to go to exercise classes I used to take my little girl swimming I haven't been doing any of that so this is not just this is not just um tips for you guys I'm kind of talking to myself as well so hopefully I am thinking about doing the couch to 5k myself um, and going to try and uh, get out and do some more walks. I do try and get out walking, um, but I'm going to try and do that a little bit more. So this is not just for you guys. I'm kind of giving myself a bit of a kick as well and saying, come on, you know, and actually, you know, when I do get out and do things, I do feel a little bit better, a little bit brighter. And um, as I said, it doesn't have to be huge. It could be five minutes to start off with, but, you know, it does help. Um, to just lift that mood just that little bit and we all need that we all need that at the moment 
Let's play a song. Um, this is Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. And the only reason I'm playing this is because I just love this song. And hopefully it'll get you moving a little bit. Sun begins. 
FM. That was Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody, and I'm not going to lie, I did have a little boogie in the studio. So, we're talking about some things that can hopefully help just to lift that mood a little bit. Um, It's been a really, 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 really difficult time for a lot of people. What can we do to try and lift that mood a little bit? So, I already said that connecting with other people and being physically active are two things the next thing is something that you can take very seriously or just use as a little thing so the next thing is learning a new skill so research shows that learning new skills can improve your mental health and well-being this can work in lots of different ways so boosting your self-confidence raising your self-esteem It can help you just build a sense of purpose and it can also help you connect with other people. For example, if you're doing a course with other people, etc. But you don't have to do something like that. You don't have to do a course or learn a huge new skill. It might be something quite as simple as just learning a new dish to cook or just doing something like that or taking on a new responsibility at work if you feel able, able to do so. So when we learn things we help to just build that sense of self-purpose. Um, you could do something s- simple and straightforward like learning something, a task around the house, a new dish. But if you have the time, why not volunteer something, your services for somewhere where you could learn something new, something different, signing up for a cause, even if you um, can do something like that, signing up for a new hobby, a new course. Um, what did I do over the pandemic? So over the last year, um, I started making little fruit animals for my two-year-old daughter. Um, well, she was one at the time when I started and now she's two. And she really enjoys it. She really enjoys sitting, cutting up the pieces of fruit, um, making them into shapes. I mean, it's something really simple and really straightforward, but it's something that I enjoy. I guess you could class it as a new skill. I'm already really busy in my life to do any new courses or things like that. So for me, it was just doing something different in the house that I wouldn't normally do. I mean, what I'm sure that when you guys think of the skills and the things that you'd like to do or the things that you'd like to learn to do, I'm sure that you can think of some ideas. And it's it's so much more than actually learning the skill. The, the benefits on your mental health 
when you are doing something that you enjoy or learning a new hobby um, really, really proves beneficial for your mental health. So I thought that I'd mention that today. Thank you very much for some of the messages that are coming in this morning. Um, Shamira, Serge, um, Mitazer, um, and a couple of other people that have messaged without their names as well. Thank you for your messages. If you want to message in, it's 07444202155. Doing a bit of a kind of feel-good show this morning. Had a comedian in with um, on the phone with me between 10 and 11. And now just talking a little bit about things that you might be able to try and do yourself to improve your mental health and well-being. The next one I'm going to talk about is being there and uh, giving to other people. So I thought it'd be good to play something kind of related to that. This is Ajit saying, Mehu Satere. Tujhe mujh me chamakne laga, aasman
to Radio Sangha 107.9 FM this is Dr. Henna hope you're all feeling okay today we are talking a little bit about just trying to lift that mood a little bit as we start to come out of lockdown restrictions I thought it would be nice to just mention some positive things as well because i know sometimes on here i am talking about quite serious medical health topics as i do every sunday morning this morning we have already had a comedian on the show and now i'm just talking a little bit about the things that you can try and do or maybe can help improve your mental health a little bit thank you fatima for messaging me this morning Fatima's a friend of mine making an effort to listen to my show and all of the other messages that I get into the studio. I really, really do appreciate it. What else can we do? Well, evidence also shows that the acts of giving and kindness can improve your mental well-being. So not only is it nice for you to give something to another person, but actually it does it it has shown that it can improve your own mental health and well-being as well. 
So when I say like give things to other people, it doesn't have to be like a gift. You don't have to spend a lot of money. It could be a message, a card, your time. Um, is there anything better than the gift of time for people? So giving somebody your time is probably the best thing, isn't it? Actually, now that I think about it. It can create positive feelings to yourself and a sense of reward. So that, that feeling that you get from making somebody else feel nice um, is is can be really beneficial for your own mental health. Again, it can give you a sense of purpose and it can also help you connect with other people, which is the first thing that I said, isn't it? It could be an act of kindness rather than an actual gift. So when you just do something nice for someone or if you have the ability to help somebody with something and you know that they would appreciate it or it would be something that can help them in their life in any sort of way it could be something like that so what sort of things can you do what about just saying thank you to somebody for something that they've done for you spending a little bit of time so now that we can meet up you know making that effort let's go you know it's a nice day do you fancy coming around you know sitting in the garden having a cup of coffee just spending that time with somebody offering somebody help with something so again you don't have to spend money even if I am saying giving to other people it doesn't have to be like a monetary thing it can be other things as well saying thank you volunteering your help volunteering your time I personally think that there is nothing better than you know when you feel that somebody's actually spent their time on you or with you um even for example if you are sending a card to someone or something like that the time that it's taken to sit down and write something personal for someone i mean it's just lovely isn't it and i'm sure that we can all agree that sometimes it can even maybe even feel better when you do something for someone else rather than if somebody does it for you so these are all sort of little tips little things um that may help just to lift that mood just a little bit um Okay, so this is a song by Neha Gaga and it's called Deragata and I will be back with you to kind of finish off my show after this. Stay tuned. Kuch soch ke bola hoga tumne Ye pyar bhi tola hoga tumne अब ना है तो फिर ना सही दिल बल इस दिल को ये समझा लिया हमने इसमें तेरा घाटा मेरा कुछ नहीं जाता ज्यादा प्यार हो जाता तो दिल सह नहीं पाता इसमें तेरा घाटा मेरा कुछ नहीं जाता ज्यादा प्यार हो जाता तो दिल सह शायद रहूं या ना रहूं दिल भर 
बदला कभी ये फैसला तुमने इसमें तेरा घाटा मेरा कुछ नहीं जाता ज्यादा प्यार हो जाता तो दिल सह नहीं पाता इसमें तेरा घाटा मेरा कुछ नहीं जाता घर फिर प्यार हो जाता तो दिल सह नहीं पाता to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM and the last one that I'm going to say is something that I could talk about for a whole two hours in itself but it is just paying attention to the present moment. Um, We call it mindfulness is a whole topic by itself but I'm just going to have to mention it very briefly because I don't have time to delve into that in more detail. Maybe I will do a show on it one day. Paying attention to the present moment can improve your mental well-being and it includes trying to help your thoughts and feelings by just concentrating on the world around you at the present time rather than trying to think about everything that's happened and everything that is to come. That is the most, most simplified version of this. But if you search mindfulness online, you will find so many different techniques to help you. So what are the things that I said? So connecting with other people being physically active, trying to learn a new skill, giving to other people, paying attention to the present moment. Those are just a few things that have actually been proven to show that they can help with your mental health and well-being. And trying these things could help you feel more positive and able to get the most out of life. So maybe you've heard something today that has made you think about something that you would like to try. I really hope that you have enjoyed listening to my show thank you so much for joining me this morning we are going to come to a close very soon now um over the next few weeks i may not be able to come into the studio i've got a lot of work on but i will be sending voice notes in with certain topics so you might hear my show be a little bit different over the next few weeks and also because Ramzan's coming up as well. But I am committed and I will still be organising something for the show so it may just sound a little bit different. I'm just letting you know about that now. Once again, and I say this quite often, thank you for the messages that I get from you guys, the messages of support um, when you are enjoying something. If you want to follow me on social media, um, I am Henna on Instagram and Henna on Twitter. I do accept um, messages from people on there. If you've got any requests for any topics or shows that you'd like me to do, please message me on there. I do try and read the messages. Um, thank you to Nab's part for being part of my show this morning if you missed it and want to listen to it it will be available as a podcast later i always end my shows on a rumi quote and i have used this one before but i think it's really um 
it's a really nice one and one that I'd really like to leave you all with today. Rumi says, be with those that help your being. Be with those that help your being. What I take to mean from that is make that effort to surround yourself with those people that really make you feel good we don't have to spend time with people that you don't want to spend time with if they're putting you down or making you feel a certain way there are plenty of people out there that love you that really want to spend that time with you your friends your family that really want to be there for you be with those that help your being. I hope you have a really, really lovely day today. And next time in the studio, um, I look forward to seeing some more of your messages. I will be doing shows. They might sound a bit different over the next few weeks. I'm going to leave you with um, a song called Tarifa. Until next week, I wish you peace and good health.